Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the day after Monday. So that makes it Tuesday, September 26th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. Up first, we'll turn our gaze to the U.S. southern border, where a fresh surge of migrants is breaking records as unprecedented numbers make the crossing. In a bid to stem the tide, Mexico and the United States have actually struck a new deal with Mexico promising to deport migrants from its border cities back to their homelands in order to attempt to deter further migration. Next, we've got two major developments from the front lines in Ukraine. Kyiv claims a significant victory, announcing that they've eliminated the commander of Russia's Black Sea Fleet in a bold strike on occupied Crimea. Meanwhile, a high-ranking Russian official issues a chilling warning. He says Ukraine must bow down to Moscow's surrender terms or face annihilation. Okay. Finally, in today's back of the brief, one strike appears to be coming to an end. Possibly good news for your television viewing pleasure as another expands. And President Biden plans on joining the picket line in support of the growing United Auto Workers strike. But first, today's PDB Spotlight. As we speak... A major surge in migrants crossing the southern border is setting off alarm bells across the nation as sanctuary cities struggle with an influx of migrants and too few resources. Just this Monday, Fox News and other outlets reported 11,000 migrant encounters at the southwest border in a single day, marking it as the single highest day in recent memory, according to sources from Customs and Border Protection. This alarming figure is part of a rising trend, with CBP announcing an increase to 232,000 migrant encounters in August, up from a little over 200,000 encounters the same month last year. Now, this influx includes asylum seekers, mostly from Venezuela, Honduras, and Haiti, but with some traveling from as far away as Asia. While much of the recent press coverage has been on New York City and other sanctuary cities, Obviously, the border cities are experiencing the brunt of the strain. El Paso, for instance, currently holds about 6,500 migrants in custody. And in the city of Eagle Pass, which is a fraction of the size of El Paso, that number is closer to 9,000. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser, a Democrat, 
expressed concerns at a news conference on Saturday, stating the city has reached what he calls a breaking point, unable to extend its resources any further. So, the border is clearly in the midst of a crisis, and it looks like something is finally being done to ease the pressure, at least a little bit. Mexican officials and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials held a meeting last Friday in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, which is situated across the border from El Paso, and it looks like, at least for now, that they've come to an agreement. Mexico is committing to deport migrants from its border cities back to their home countries. Under the new agreement, Mexico will work to depressurize its northern cities, which border El Paso, San Diego, and Eagle Pass, Texas. This comes as the mayor of Eagle Pass declares a state of emergency, highlighting the dire situation faced by border cities in handling the sudden and substantial influx of migrants. Now, make no mistake, the border towns along the southern border have long been dealing with this crisis. But much of the U.S. had the luxury of ignoring the story, since it wasn't an issue in their backyard. Once busloads of migrants began offloading in cities across the nation, in places like New York City and Washington, D.C., suddenly it became more difficult to ignore the growing problem. And once Democrat mayors, such as Eric Adams in New York City, started lambasting the Biden White House, it became a political issue. And that is what drives Washington politics, particularly, as you can imagine, as they approach an election year. All right, up next, we delve into two unfolding stories from Ukraine. The nation asserts a bold victory, alleging the termination of the commander of Russia's Black Sea fleet in Crimea. However, this triumph comes as a top Russian official issues a stark warning. Ukraine, he says, must capitulate on Moscow's terms or face extinction. I'll be right back. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true. Finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. 
head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. Ukraine may have delivered one of the most significant blows to Russia since the beginning of this war. The Ukrainian military is claiming that Admiral Viktor Sokolov, the commander of Russia's Black Sea Fleet, was killed last week in Crimea along with 33 other officers. Sokolov allegedly fell victim to Friday's missile strike that targeted the Black Sea Fleet's headquarters in the city of Sevastopol. To put this loss into perspective, the last time a Russian fleet commander was killed in action was when Admiral Wilhelm Vitkev met his fate, uh, staggering 120 years ago during the Russo-Japanese War. You're welcome for the obscure yet scintillating bit of history there. Now, according to Ukrainian officials, the attack was timed specifically to hit when a gathering of naval officials was in session at the fleet's headquarters. In addition to the problems that come along with losing a fleet commander, this latest blow demonstrates two major vulnerabilities for Russia. First, Russia's air defenses were unable, apparently, to prevent a pair of British-supplied Storm Shadow missiles from piercing the roof of the naval headquarters. You have to ask if Russian air defenses can't reliably defend a city as important as Sevastopol, what can they defend? And second, despite Russia's claims to have annexed Crimea in 2014, the territory still teems with residents staunchly identifying as Ukrainian, endangering Russia's operational security within the region. If the reporting is correct, and the targeting did result in Sokolov's death, along with dozens of other fleet officers, this is a significant moment in the conflict. Over the past almost two years of conflict, Putin has suffered a staggering number of losses of senior military commanders. Now, while he may have sufficient numbers of poorly trained soldiers to throw at the Ukraine military as cannon fodder, Putin's bench isn't deep with experienced and capable senior officers. All right, despite what we've just discussed, if Russia is supposed to be now on the back foot, not everybody got the message. In a bold ultimatum, top Russian official Vyacheslav Volodin, the Speaker of Russia's lower house of parliament, has warned that Ukraine must surrender on Moscow's terms or the country will cease to exist. Volodin argues that the West is grappling with weapons and ammunition shortages and a decline in public support. Now, while Volodin is engaged in wishful thinking regarding the ability of the U.S. and NATO to continue providing weapons and ammunition, his assertion regarding public support, particularly in the U.S., does find some backing in recent data. An ABC News Washington Post survey released this weekend highlights a waning public support for the U.S. involvement in Ukraine. Over 40% of respondents believe the U.S. is overextending its help to Ukraine marking a noticeable increase from 33% in February. Conversely, those who think the U.S. is doing the right amount, or not enough, has decreased from 60% to 50%. Now, clearly, Putin and his cadre are desperate to find any indications of waning support within the U.S. and NATO. Putin, after all, initiated his invasion of Ukraine with the belief that NATO would waver and splinter right at the outset. That clearly hasn't happened. In fact, NATO has shown unwavering support and has strengthened and grown as an organization as a result of Putin's miscalculation. Polls in the U.S. indicating 
possible wavering in public support for the conflict are one of the few straws that Putin is able to cling to. Given Russia's losses during the current Ukraine counteroffensive, the poor performance of Russia's military overall, and the pariah status that he's brought upon himself on the world stage. And the poll numbers may well be more a reflection of the White House's poor messaging as to the importance of supporting Ukraine, rather than the general public's lack of support for the Ukraine resistance. All right, coming up in today's Back of the Brief, after a nearly five-month standoff, the Writers Guild of America has secured a tentative deal with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. But as one strike seems to be ending, another, the UAW strike, is growing. President Biden is gearing up to walk the picket line in Michigan today, standing in solidarity with UAW workers. I'll be right back. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine Engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash Carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson and save 20% today. Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking Foundation Cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about Foundation Cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night. Wherever you and your pals are getting together, be a hero, bring out the Foundation Cigars. Ignite your senses and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. Welcome back. In today's Back of the Brief, after a grueling 146 days, the end of the writer's strike is in sight. The Writers Guild of America, the WGA, representing screenwriters nationwide, has reached a tentative agreement with Hollywood Studios, potentially concluding a historic five-month strike. As the Guild shares its relief and gratitude in a statement, the countdown to reignite movie and television filming now begins. Yet, the Guild's board and members still hold the final say, as they'll vote on the agreement this week. But as this strike chapter closes, another intensifies. 
The United Auto Workers continue their standoff with the big three car makers, expanding the strike to 38 parts distribution centers affecting General Motors and Stellantis. It's not just about the auto industry. It's now a political battleground. Both President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump will be in Michigan this week. Biden will be showing his support, and hoping to get the union's support, by joining the picket lines alongside UAW members, amplifying the strike's national importance and potentially its impact. It's important to note that the UAW has yet to endorse Biden for 2024, and the White House is facing a unique situation. A president who constantly reminds everybody that he's all about the unions, while his administration's all-in push for green electric vehicles is a major concern and irritation for the UAW, and one of the key difficulties in the negotiations with the automakers. While Trump will not be walking a picket line, he'll be in Michigan to deliver a speech the day after Union Joe does his thing. UAW President Sean Fain has stated that Trump is not welcome on the picket line because, to paraphrase Fain, the UAW is fighting against the billionaire and millionaire class. Now, apparently, nobody sent Fain the memo pointing out that President Biden is also a millionaire, which, as an aside, is a neat trick if you've been in politics for over 50 years. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 26 September. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. Until tomorrow, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.